0: The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance weekdays at 9am on News Talk. Now Virgin Galactic is launching its first space tourism flight today with three uh, so-called tourists on board: an 80-year-old uh, man and a mother and a daughter. Now this flight follows a number of commercial trials and is paving the way for a future of space tourism and exploration for the average person. Um, The ticket price is $450,000, so maybe not so average at the moment. Well, I'm joined by aeronautical engineer Dr Nora Patton, who's going to explain exactly what this trip involves. Uh, Nora, good morning.
1: Good morning, Pat. Yeah, a good day for a
0: rocket launch. (laughs) Now, you might explain to us how it all works, um, because, you know, this is supposed to be space tourism. It suggests that you can just get on this yoke without any special training and uh, enjoy the view.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So very exciting time, I think, uh, particularly for human space exploration. So this is Virgin Galactic's second commercial flight. They had a dedicated research flight uh, which flew just a few weeks ago eh, at the end of June and uh, that carried three researchers on board uh, in collaboration with the Italian Air Force and the National Research Council of Italy. So that flight was very much uh, research driven, research based, research focused. Um, so today's flight is different. Um, it's much more of the space tourism line. As you say, there's a, 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 an 80 year old um, former Olympian who is flying on board as well as a, a mother and daughter who actually uh, won their uh, seats uh, on this trip um, through a fundraiser, which was uh, with uh, Space for Humanity? So I'm sure they were absolutely thrilled <laughs> to yeah. get the opportunity to go.
0: Now, uh, John Goodwin didn't have to pay the four hundred fifty thousand either. Uh, this eighty-year-old Olympian, because he he bought it eighteen years ago. His ticket had a bargain price of two hundred fifty thousand euro or dollars yeah, rather. So th-
1: Yeah, that's what I understand. So um, the the, the prices have, I suppose, changed in the past few years. Um, I mean, if you think about Virgin Galactic and just its history, I mean, it's Almost two decades in the making um, to what we see happening today. Um, Spaceship One was the winner of the Ansari X Prize way back in 2004. That was uh, with um, Microsoft co-founder Paul Allen. Scale Composites and Virgin Galactic has stemmed um, from that. So it's really been a long time in the making. You know, for many of us in the industry, we've been sitting and waiting and watching and uh, really hoping for this commercial era of spaceflight to, to take hold. So it's a, it's a very exciting time.
0: Now just explain how this will happen because you don't have to sit on the top of a rocket like an astronaut, nor is it something like a space shuttle. So explain the technology.
1: Absolutely, yeah. So as you say, the Virgin Galactic flight profile is very different compared to your traditional launch pad rocket, say the likes of Blue Origin, which is their, I suppose, competitor in the commercial suborbital market. So the Virgin Galactic spacecraft has a mothership called EVE, and that has um, that brings the, the the spacecraft up to the release altitude of about forty five thousand feet and once the the mothership reaches the the altitude and the designated zone for releasing the spacecraft you 'll hear release, 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 and the spacecraft is dropped from the mothership and then it proceeds to have a, an engine burn for about a minute and a half about ninety seconds um and then at the end of the the engine burn the the spacecraft is then in suborbital space so the people inside can look out the windows the 17 windows on board the spacecraft and just an amazing view of Earth that reaches about uh, 50 miles so about 80-ish kilometres high. You get about maybe 3-4 to minutes of microgravity so weightlessness um, where if you're doing research on board you can do your research in that phase Um, and if you're a passenger on board you can look out the window, enjoy the view um, and really just soak it all in.
0: Yeah. And do you get to float around? I mean can you release your seatbelt and just go sailing around the capsule?
1: Absolutely, yeah, you can. So they they do... uh, I suppose d- days and weeks in advance of the flights, they'll go through all of the details of what'll happen and when and how to release the buck the buckle, you know, the the harness that you're strapped into the seat with, and um, really so that people can make the most of every second of a flight like this, whether you're flying as a researcher or a tourist, because it's it's three to four minutes of microgravity, you know, with the view of Earth below is going to go very quickly, so it's really about Practicing and understanding second by second um, what's going to happen.
0: Now there was an argument uh, as to whether or not this was truly space flight. You know, is the Virgin Galactic machine actually in space or is it not?
1: Um, I mean, so tech, it's it, it, you'll hear sometimes one hundred kilometers the the Kármán line is designated as space, but also NASA does um, say that eighty kilometers. Um, is your line of definition of space. So they are entering space and they are in suborbital space. You do get your minutes of microgravity. You do get to see the Earth um, out the windows. um, And I'm sure just an amazing opportunity for anyone who has the, the opportunity to do it. Is this really
0: a practical thing? I mean, it's happening and those three people will enjoy the experience, I've no doubt. Or is this a vanity project for Richard Branson?
1: Oh, I, I mean, for, for, for many of us sitting, waiting, watching for this to happen, I, I think it opens up a whole new era of access to space, of access to another field where you can do research. Um, and for many people, you know, they have wanted to experience space flight and see the Earth's like this from space for for many, many years and the opportunity was just not there. So, I mean, if you think Richard Branson, he himself was inspired by the moon landings. He got to fly on the first crewed Virgin Galactic flight back in 2021, uh, a test flight. Um, So, I think it's really barge and open the doors for for many of us to have these opportunities that just weren't there before.
0: Dr. Nora Patton, Aeronautical Engineer, uh, thank you very much for joining us. Well, now...